Liver and organ meat? Yeah. What do you think pate is made out of? Not liver and organ meat. No, pate is made out of liver. Almost always. Pate's delicious. Yeah, rabbit liver pate, calf liver pate, beef liver pate, pork liver pate. If you make good pate, dude, it is such a great chicken liver. Good God, chicken liver pate is straight up there. That is just southern food foie gras. Episode four, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, big shock. <laughs> of cabbage. We have the triumphant return of Steve. You can't say a triumphant return. A triumphant but you're back. Re- you're back from episode three. Yeah, but a triumphant return would imply that I've been gone for like 20 episodes and people think I'm dead and then all of a sudden I show up wizened and... There was a substantial amount of time in between episode three and episode four. It was at least 13 days. Yeah, substantial. That's a lot of time. In this country? Which is why I've told you. In this country, that's a fucking Which is why I've told you, you need to get on a schedule and release on a regular basis. People have the memory of gerbils. This room is now dumber for having listened to it. Should I do John Oliver tonight? Welcome, welcome, welcome! No, no, because you're not John Oliver. <laughs> it's great. You know he does the same hand shit too? The, across the desk, the... <sighs> well, I mean, a lot of late night hosts do that type of thing. Like, you, you naturally just find yourself falling into a rhythm mm-hmm. with that type of stuff. And once it no longer feels awkward to you, like, for me, I've got mannerisms that I never would have thought that I do. But I do do them, and I would never notice until my friends point them out. Huh. It's interesting. So I had a fun thought the other day. I bet you did. So, there was a little boy outside. This of... is not starting off well. That's, that, no. Be patient. Is so... that what you said to the little boy? <laughs> well, Be patient. You'll see your mommy and daddy one day soon. Would you wait until the end of the story? So, said little boy was outside. I live in an apartment complex, ladies and gentlemen, that has a pretty substantially large courtyard. Um, and people play in it. And I wouldn't call this a courtyard. I'd it's kind this, of a courtyard. <clears throat> this is closer to, like, a quad. You think quad, you think, like, University of Go Fuck Yourself. It's not No, quad. no, no. When you think quad, you think four buildings that essentially all go out into the same common area. Okay, but there's a parking lot where the fourth building should be. Cars are places where people live. I've, I've done it before. I've lived in a car for a couple of days, a couple of so weeks. So have I. That's not the point. I don't recommend it. <laughs> what an interesting podcast, here's a hot podcast take. that would be. Here's a hot take from Steve. If you can avoid living in a car, you should. Yeah, living in your car isn't fun. So... <laughs> little boy playing with his little boy friends in the common courtyard. They were playing soccer. And oh, and football. Said little boy was fucking grinding these other two kids out. I mean, he looked like a fucking phenom. He was out there killing it. I mean, crushing these two little fuckers in soccer. Okay, what's the age difference? Because I would still consider myself a They child. were all the same height, so I'm going to... That means jack shit. I'm going to guesstimate that they were probably around the same age. I fucking hate the term guesstimate. I would say... I hate the term guesstimate so fucking much. I would guesstronomate that they were all... Gastronomy. <laughs> so, so not only are you watching little boys play soccer yes. in the courtyard... Uh-huh. You well, you've also, seen the size of my deck. You can't, you also, can't help it. What, look, how much, look how much area. Deck, that is not a deck. This is that a is deck. a porch. No, a this deck. This is a patio. A deck is in the back of the house. This is a patio. Yes. Thank you. Watching from afar from my patio, three little boys were playing. None of this soccer. is painting you in a positive light. 
You're not letting me fucking finish. I know, intentionally. <laughs> Little boy was going Pele on their punk asses. And I thought to myself, you know what? I should go out there and get this fucking kid's autograph. Depending on your, uh, what generation you're a part of, Pele, Beckham, or Ronaldo. All synonymous with one another. Sure. Pele's the best, though. Pele's the fucking champion. Yeah, Pele's the best. Anyway, kid's future super multi-billionaire soccer star, and I was like, I'm gonna go get this kid's John Hancock on something. Baseball hat, piece of paper, whatever. But then, the thought occurred to me, there's his mummy and daddy. I was about to say, so your first thought, your first thought was, well, there is a small child. Yes. Not a teenager. No. Okay, roughly how old were they? I told you, between four and four years old. Between four and four? Yeah, like maybe four and two months, and maybe four and ten months, closer to five. That wouldn't be between four and four, that would be between four and five. That would be between four and four, because kid's still four until he turns five. Yes, but you... It, Okay, if there is a set of all numbers that contains itself, is that possible? Or whatever that paradox is. Is it mathematical? There's, yeah, it's some math uh, paradox. Anyway, I'm glad that you had that thought. I'm glad that your thought was immediate. I didn't finish the thought. Oh boy! <laughs> and I said, you know what? His parents are there. I should probably ask them first. So I thought about what I was going to say to said parents. I've been watching your kid, <laughs> and I think kid's going to be a future soccer juggernaut, so make him sign this piece of paper for me, please, so that I can hoard it for the next 50 years, and it will be worth money someday. You seem to have grossly overestimated <laughs> the lifespan of a professional athlete. Well... Because if there is somebody who is 54 who I'm is I'm going to keep it in the family, Steve. I'm not going to sell it immediately. I'll be dead by the time it's actually worth anything. Well, what if... Not necessarily. What if they come out to have one of those scandals? Like, I mean... Uh, my With the parents? Hmm? With the parents? No, the individual. Like the soccer kid? Yeah. He looked like a pretty good, wholesome kid. Like, he eats Wheaties. I would hope so. They're apparently four. Some four-year-olds are fucked up, man. Well, yeah, because abortion's illegal in this country. I've seen yeah, the movies. That's a, that's a terrible, that's a terrible thing to that's say, and bad. also not true. I don't know if I'll keep that or edit it. You should probably edit that one out. I didn't even get it, so we're gonna move on. Anyway, <laughs> no, I mean, okay. So when my dad was consolidating down <laughs> stuff in his house, he gave me his entire vinyl collection huge vinyl collection and my dad was a teenager in the late 60s and early 70s like I have a lot of records mm -hmm. that unfortunately when I had to move I didn't have the space for them so I, I returned them back to my father for storage and everything but inside there were loads of Bill Cosby albums if I had a signed copy of a Cosby album it's nowhere going to be near as worth what it would have in the late 90s at the height of the Cosby show. So no, you don't have to hold on to it for 50 years. You just have to figure out, huh, when is the best time to strike? Anyway, please continue, because we, you still have not asked the question that you were like, this is a good place to start. It's a great place to start. That's where we're starting. And then we got... We're starting with watching children. Play soccer. I've done a lot of that. <laughs> I genuinely have. Uh, when I was 14 to when I was 17. Um, so I, my first W-2 job I got when I was 16. And I started working for a movie theater. A w very, Does this mean legal? Not under the table. Yeah. Um... My first W-2 job, because I worked at restaurants, um, but I worked at AMC. Yeah, I worked at AMC. Uh, I was trying to avoid talking about my former employer. But anyway, so like, slightly forget where I was going with this, but, oh, oh, because before I did that, when I was 14 to 17, I refed soccer. I was a soccer referee for under uh, under 14 and younger leagues. I watched a lot of kids play soccer. 
You watched a lot of kids play soccer. Yep. Uh, five hours every Saturday for three years. Sounds like your problem is a little bit larger than mine. No. No, it is not. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Please. There is a marked difference between watching children for money yep. that is paid by their parents. And that is a key distinction. That is a key distinction. Because if I'm getting paid to watch children, I want to know where that money is coming from. Right. But there's a marked difference between, oh, I'm being paid to watch these kids. Right. As opposed to, I'm going to watch these kids. I didn't make that voice. Yeah, I like the way you kick that ball. Nope, didn't make that voice I'm going to Albert Fish this. Do you want to kick my balls? I'm glad I don't know who that guy is. You should read up about an Albert Fish. I really don't want to now. <laughs> uh, yeah, you shouldn't. That man was disgusting Ew. and a monster. Gross. <laughs> but uh, on second thought, I didn't think that parents would be okay with that. So I left them alone. No, see, I, I somewhat disagree, and I'm, I'm not a parent, and you're not a parent, and we talked about this actually on the second episode, about how, like, oh, there's no kids that I Oh, know by of. the way, I don't, I have to say this, because I know how fucking sensitive people are, I'm clearly joking. That was a huge joke. What, you didn't watch a child play soccer? No, they play soccer out there all the time. So, where's the joke? I thought of the joke. That was the joke. What was the joke? Like going out there and getting this—it's absurd. Oh, it's oh, ridiculous. Getting, getting the kids' autograph. Yes. Is a joke. Okay. Well, <laughs> asking his parents for his child's autograph. Hey, I've been watching you watch your kid play dude, soccer. Dude, not creepy dude, or anything. You'd be surprised. You'd be. Surprised. I don't doubt it because humans are fucking weird. You'd be really, really surprised. Um, will you actually edit this? Because I'll tell you a story. Is it a story I'll have to edit? No, not necessarily have to edit, but it makes, it, it paints me, it's a true story, but it paints me kind of in like a, there's no way this is true kind of light. Uh, I used to do a lot of community theater when I was a young kid. I believe it. A lot of community theater. Sure. And high school theater and middle school theater and things like that. And I had grown ass adults that I didn't know come up to me after performances, and this is not me trying to toot my own horn, I, I took it as a very complimentary, very flattering thing, mm -hmm. but they asked me to sign the playbill. And now, granted, looking back on it now, it was probably because they were like, oh, well, he's a young kid, he's 13, 14, this will make him feel good, like doing that sort of a thing, or getting a memento. But... It's not outside of the realm of possibility for a complete stranger to walk up to you and ask you for your autograph. If you're particularly skilled at something. And I'm not particularly skilled at acting. I probably should have gotten abducted. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you weren't. I'm not. What? That I was eager to lose my virginity. <laughs> to who? <laughs> uh, at the time, I probably wouldn't have cared until it was happening, and then I would have very much cared. Time for a segue. What are we going to segue to? Hmm. Well, what's going on with you? What, what's been up life? since your last recording? The last recording that was eons ago? We've done a couple of podcasts. Been talking a lot about aliens. I fucking hate talking about aliens. I Why? hate it. Well, because, like... It's a fantastic subject. Well, excuse me. Within reason, it's a fantastic subject. Like, but at the same time, like everybody's going on and on and going like, "Oh, hey, so did you hear the news about what happened at LaGuardia and there was this UFO?" Like that type of stuff. I don't know why it just. Where's LaGuardia? New York? Yeah, LaGuardia's New York. Um, but, like, I don't know. There's just something about aliens that doesn't stir me internally to be, like, very excited and very passionate about it. Because, of course there are aliens. Of course there are aliens. Like, there just, there just has to be. By the law of averages... Humanity 
might have been whatever people want to call it, like, life was a mistake, consciousness was a mistake. No, I don't believe that. God scrubbed out the dinosaurs, he didn't fuck with them. Well, no, he didn't, because there is no God. Aliens scrubbed out the dinosaurs, didn't fuck with them. No, a natural, unfortunate disaster murked the dinosaurs and dusted them. The chances are like one in a bajillion of something like that happening. What, of an asteroid hitting Earth? Better chances are of aliens coming down here and be like, who are these big group things that keep trying to eat us? I disagree. I disagree. We need I to disagree plant, that we need to plant something better... a little bit more in our likelihood, likeliness. Okay, think about it. Think about it. On this planet. Sure. There's still dinosaurs. Have you ever seen a crocodile? Crocodiles aren't dinosaurs, though. Sure they are. No, they might be... Their their bloodline or whatever might be from the Jurassic or the Paleolithic or the... uh, Not crustaceous. I see crocodile, I think, the newest, shittiest Jurassic Park that just came out. I I don't even bother watching Jurassic Park. Have you seen any of the new ones? I saw... um, What was the first one with Chris Pratt? Jurassic World? Yeah, I saw Jurassic World... I enjoyed it, but I enjoyed it in the same way that I enjoyed Force Awakens. In that, I was like, you've shown me nothing new, but you've shown me somewhat new characters with new motivations. Okay, this is kind of interesting. Okay, I'll kind of watch it. He had a Velociraptor named Blue. Yeah, fuck that noise. That's a great name for Velociraptor. Okay. You're my boy, Blue! Funnily enough... (laughs) That is the reason why one of my fraternity brothers is named Blue. Because, why? Because he was like 90 years old? To us, it seemed that way at the time. He was 24. Uh, He had taken a lot of time off from schooling and everything, and then finally decided to go back to school. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he was 24 when he he rushed the fraternity and pledged and everything. Uh, Even though my particular fraternity, we do not have pledges. Uh, We have associate members. Which, not hard to track down what fraternity I'm a part of. Uh, Lambda Kai. But, like, he was 24. I was 19. Everybody else, we were 20, 19, 21. And Blue, or... So a 19-year-old, mid-20s is, like, ancient. Yeah, well, not ancient, but I I knew the guy was older. The guy was older. And so that's why we just started calling him Blue because of You're my boy Blue! Hey, love that boy. Blue, do I trust do you trust I would not let you die tonight? Yeah, that okay, that type of stuff doesn't really happen in Greek life. What? That that stuff that they're, or at least that in they're my real? experience in old school? In my experience that level of hazing doesn't exist. I mean, in your experience, but clearly it does exist. It probably does, but in Lambda Kai, it does not. What about that kid who fucking did like 20-some shots and died on uh, died on that couch? That's not Greek life. That's not what Greek life is actually about. No, I know that. Where, where was that? Where was that fraternity? I forget. What school was that? Do you remember? Uh, I know what you're talking about. Uh... But, I, but he, like, fell down some stairs, he was super hammered, fell down stairs, went to sleep on the couch, or... It was it was somewhere not too far from here. The one that I really remember... His buddies were like, hey, something's wrong with this kid. No, the one that I really remember is the one that happened at the University of Maryland, where they made the kid drink bleach. What? Why? Why? I have no fucking idea. They teach you since you're like a little munch and can't get in the fucking cupboards not to drink that I shit. I have no idea, but... Why did he do it? Why did he go along with it? And, well, because of the toxicity... Did of... he know that he was drinking bleach? You you can't not know that you're drinking bleach. The smell is in his skin. And again, I don't, I don't fault the kid. I do not fault this kid at all. Do you know the details? Like, how much do you consume? I don't know the exact details One of that. shot will fucking kill you. That's... No, no, no. Uh, from my understanding, if I'm recalling the story correctly, he did not die. But he burned his esophagus. All the shit, right? Burned everything in his neck. And, like, so 
There's no way that you don't know you're drinking bleach. If I were to pour bleach into your cup right now... I would smell it. I would smell it from fucking other exactly. room. Exactly. You, you'd smell it from fucking ten yards away. Yeah. But I I, I do Especially understand. pure concentrated bleach. You can smell shit with, like, bleach in it. Dude, the only way that you're not going to smell bleach is you have to water it down to so many ppm... Yeah. That it's actually not going to be a threat to you. That's not even going to be real bleach anymore, right? Yeah. Barely bleach in it. Because, I mean, you can drop. I think it's it's either three or five drops of bleach. Un, of concentrated, unlike, uh, what's the unscented bleach into a gallon of dirty water and wait two hours and that water will be purified because of the bleach from all of the bacteria. Bleach is like hardcore. Yeah. Bleach does not fuck around. Mr. Clean is a straight up hitman. We've all seen Agent he's, 47. He's a fucking gangster, man. Would not fuck with the bald man. No, I'd fuck with a couple of bald men. I wouldn't fuck a couple of bald men, but I'd fuck with them. Weren't you bald at one point? Yeah, I've shaved my head a couple of times. A couple of times. Normally, it's been after trying to give myself an undercut. After I've had too many fucking, uh, whiskey sours. <laughs> and then I'll try and shave the side of my head and be like, oh, I remember those days. Well, that's not... Yeah, I, I was... I, I remember those. I was those in a dark good. place those, those days. Those days were not good days for me. I would be like, one day, Steve would have hair. Next day, I'd be like, hmm, where'd your hair go, Steve? Well, I got drunk and shaved it off. I have an idea. You want to play the game? Uh, we'll do a couple rounds. You want to do a couple rounds? I can do a couple rounds. We'll game. do a couple rounds. We're both rusty at it, so you're just going to give us a couple seconds. Do you want to go first, or should I go first? Um, well, let's let's do, like, one or two warm-up rounds. Ones where we know the plot and all that other stuff. And by the way, the game that we're talking about is the game that we mentioned in the last episode of... Did I ever tell you about the time? Yeah. Uh, and it's where you assume the persona of the protagonist in a film and tell the, the plot of the film right. from that perspective. Or whatever perspective. It's more like a, a narrator's perspective. Yeah, it's, it's not too far off from that. Uh, almost like a... Uh, like the diary. Uh, perspective. The same thing that happens in the system of Dr. Tar Professor Feather. What was that? It's an Edgar Allan Poe short story. Um, you know the phrase, uh, the lunatics have taken over the asylum? Yeah. A lot of that comes from the system of Dr. Tar Professor Feather. Hmm. Which, by the way, if people out there have not listened to either the audio recording, it doesn't matter because it's in the public domain, but the system of Dr. Tar and Professor Feather uh, Dr. Tar, T-A-R-R, and Feather spelled as you would expect. Wait, um, I don't want to talk about, I don't want to play the game. I want to talk about getting sued. Let's talk about that. Because you I, bring it up all the fucking time. I've been sued. I want to talk about it. I've been sued too. But not like... Okay, what do you want by, to talk about? By people of... who songs I've played on my podcast. That's a different type of lawsuit. But yes, that you would get sued, yes. Copyright? Yes, it is about copyright. How long would something like that take, I would imagine? Probably a long fucking time. What do you mean? Well, I've seen... Okay, I've seen guys on YouTube have to shut their shit down because of copyright infringement. Mm -hmm. Like, there was this one guy that I was a huge fan of on YouTube. He would make these videos of different cartoons, and he would do voiceovers for the characters, but he would... <laughs> shit was hilarious. Like, for... Okay, for example, like, he did a Dora the Explorer episode where Dora, of course, was a young Latino character, child. Mm -hmm. So he did an actual Latino woman's voice, which was hilarious. Okay. And then, for instance, when um, that Maps character came up, like, his intro, when he did the Dora the Explorer episode, Maps came up, and he's like, Yo, what's up, motherfuckers? This is Maps. I got one thing to say right now, and that's fuck GPS. <laughs> fuck that shit. Stick with the Maps, son. Like, stuff like that was hilarious. Like, he did uh, old Spider-Man cartoons. He did He-Man okay. at one point. My guess, my he did, guess. He put, out, he put out, like, seven or eight episodes, and then 
That motherfucker copyrighted they whoever found out that he was doing it copy copyrighted his fucking ass. And it all got no, taken no, out. No, 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 no. You don't copyright someone. You do a copyright. I know, strike. I know. It was, it was, it was a thing. They were saying like, yeah, they got his ass. Okay, that sounds to me. They owned his ass. That sounds to me, and I am in no way, shape, or form a lawyer or an expert or anything like that. But that sounds to me like somebody who's just running cover on their own ass. That's straight CYA. Of the fuck is that? Cover your ass, CYA. Oh. Of, you know what, it's easier for me to just take these seven or eight episodes down than it is for me to fight this battle. Because it also sounds to me that what you're talking about falls under the purview of parody. Yeah. So parody is allowed. Um, Commentary is allowed. Like, let's say you and I one day decide to jump onto YouTube and we show clips from... Let's use Jurassic Park as an example. Fucking love that movie. But at the same time that we're showing the clips... Dotson. We're either talking over them and adding our own commentary or after the clip or just before the clip we're adding our own commentary... And then continuing to discuss it after the clip ends, that's totally allowed. You are allowed to use copyrighted works um, for the sake of public discourse. But you're not allowed to do it if it's just like, you know what, I really like this work and I'm going to kind of appropriate it for myself and use it. What's your favorite line from that movie? What Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Probably because he is one of my favorite actors of all time, uh, who is in my favorite war movie of all time, is from Richard Attenborough. And he's talking to, oh, I cannot remember her name. Um, it, it's the female paleontologist. Um, who kind of becomes very... Dr. Scran? Maybe. I couldn't tell you, but Richard Attenborough was sitting there and saying, like, when I was a young boy, I used to have a flea circus. A flea all, circus. Scene. It was all yeah. electrical, and it was all... It was all fake, right. but it was used to be, like, oh, mommy, you see the fleas? Can't you see the fleas? And they would be on the trapezes and things like that. It's that just, is probably my favorite moment. They're eating ice cream? Mm-hmm. They're eating ice cream? Yes. Yeah. That is probably my favorite moment in Jurassic Park for a very specific reason. One, it juxtaposes the horror of what is actually going on. That's your favorite fucking scene out of the whole movie. Yes. Yes, it is. It is. It, it sticks with me. I, I remember that scene so concretely. Oh, mommy, look at the fleas, look at the fleas, look at the fleas. And it's because Richard Attenborough just, you see him. He's so excited to talk about this thing that was a passion project for him. Mm-hmm. And they get sadder and sadder and sadder mm-hmm. as he talks about how it failed. And it, it perfectly juxtaposes what's going on with Jurassic Park. How excited he is. Oh, people for the first time in three million years are going to be able to see dinosaurs and this is so exciting and oh mommy can't you see the brontosaurus and can't you see the triceratops and can't you see the velociraptor but then you slowly start to see and in the case of the flea circus it's oh people lose interest in this because they realize it's just mechanical it's just electricity that's all it is well she fries his ass that scene. It's a great scene. What do you mean fries his ass? She fries his ass. No, Richard Attenborough doesn't electrocute in that movie. She fries him like like in, in the state of conversation. Like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, she like yells at him. She scolds him. As he deserves to be scolded. My favorite line. Science was so so concerned if they could they didn't think if they didn't they stop to think whether or not they should. Yeah. Is that he's, it? Okay, he's got good. some good ones. He's got some good ones, man. Jeff Goldman, he's got some good ones, man. Malcolm Reynolds. 
He's got some good ones. Chaotician. Chaotician. Tiny variations. Tiny variations. One more guess. One more guess as to what your favorite line in that entire movie. <laughs> you know what it is. Clever girl. No. Hold on to your butts. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh. <laughs> Hold on to your butts. That's the best fucking line in the whole movie. <laughs> that is not the best sure line it is. in Jurassic Are you kidding Park. me? Access me, Mary Access key codes. Access blah, blah, blah. Access blah, blah, blah. It's a really good scene. He shuts down the whole park, man. Hold on to your butts. That's all he has to say before he shuts down the whole fucking scene. And guess what his cigarette is down to? The butt. Okay. Oh, you know what? That's a very good point. That is a very good point. There's no more. To, Hold to on to your you butts up. while I'm smoking a cigarette, and the colloquial term for the filter is the butt. Yes. Down to the butt. Okay. I can get on board with that. But at the same time, if Samuel L. Jackson tells me to do something, I'm probably going to do it. I've never met the man. I don't really give a fuck. Plus, I think, I'm pretty sure he's the only guy in the movie who gets eaten who you don't see getting eaten. Uh, yeah, does he die off screen? He does. Because she, he doesn't come back. Where, where she she's goes going out to, to, get to throw the switches. Right. And the arm comes, or is that on. the, is that the hunter whose no, arm comes out? that's the arm. The hunter is the clever, clever girl. girl. Right. And then you see the raptor. Get him. You don't see him actually get eaten, but you see him being attacked. And you know he's gonna die. Right, you know he's gonna get eaten. The lawyer gets eaten, you see him getting eaten. Yes, famously so. Right. When you gotta, gotta go, go, you, you gotta, gotta go. go. Right. Great scene. Yeah, but everybody who gets eaten in the movie. Disagree. You I disagree. I don't what? think that's a great scene. He eats him off the fucking toilet. He it's looks a at famous him. scene, but it's not a great scene. He gets now noms. But it's not framed properly. Dude, the T-Rex eats the And I'm fucking... saying that about Spielberg film. The T-Rex eats the lawyer off the toilet. Yes, that's a great moment. It's an incredible moment. But I don't think it's a great scene. The scumbag lawyer who left the kids in the truck. No, it's not the scumbag lawyer. It's the... I the blood all... I invite all of you out here to help me. And the only one on my side is that blood-sucking lawyer. Thank you. That's what he says. Thank you. He's all, he's all happy about it. Fucking great movie. Hello, John. Hello, John. Well, I think it's... And that's the thing. Like, you can have a script... If you handed the Jurassic Park script to a lot of other actors, Mm -hmm. you'd have a vastly different movie. And that's true of all movies, obviously. But, like... I think that is very unique for Spielberg... In that he continually catches lightning in a bottle in terms of his casting. And I think that's what makes Spielberg so enduring. It's not because he tells stories that are particularly new or particularly groundbreaking. Because they're not. What's your favorite Spielberg flick? Oh. I'll tell you mine in a heartbeat. Schindler's? Schindler's? No, is that yours? No. It's a great movie, but it's not my favorite. Uh, my favorite Spielberg. Jesus. Uh, bear in mind, I have not seen E.T. I love Reese's Species, but I've never seen E.T. Um, Elliot. I haven't seen it in years. I probably couldn't tell you my favorite Spielberg film. I can tell you my favorite Spielberg work. Because Spielberg doesn't just do films. Yeah, what's your if it was your it was a movie? What would you? I mean, do you have like top three? Uh, for Steven, if Animaniacs had a movie, that would be in it, but they don't. Um, obviously, Jaws is in there. Was that Spielberg? Yeah, it was Spielberg. Jaws is Spielberg. Um, Jaws, and I forget the one Jeff would know this. Um, it's the one where the, the oil tanker is just barreling down, like, this sedan from the 70s. Um, I'll 
I'll be honest, Spielberg is not my favorite director. He's not mine either. One of my favorite movies is directed by him. Which one? <laughs> hook. Because I, I, I can't answer the question. Hook, hook, where's the hook? Hook, hook, where's the hook? See, there, for me, there comes a certain... For me, personally, there comes a certain point where the film is no longer the director's film. It might be the director's vision. What are you saying? Took on a life of its own? No, no, no. That is very much a Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman film. Fuck yeah, man. Great. And it's only because of their performances. Where when you have... Okay. When I say The Shining, most people don't immediately jump up and say, Oh, Stanley Kubrick. They, they think say, Jack oh, Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall. No, they just think Jack Nicholson. Shelley Duvall, the brunette? No, Shelley Duvall, no, no, no. If, if you think of The Shining and your mind doesn't immediately jump to Jack Nicholson and then immediately... Excuse me. I do apologize. Doesn't then immediately jump to Shelley Duvall, you're probably wrong. Really? Like, no, Shelley Duvall's performance is so incredible. And that's the other thing, too, where I think a lot of directors get a lot of credit that is undeserved. I think a lot of directors and really, really good directors like Spielberg say, hey, I never would have had this particular moment if I didn't have Dustin Hoffman as Hook. If... You're a very ill-mannered young man. You know that? You should pause that. Like, you should pause that. I'm not worried about that. You punchy, sag bottom, cute pot. You are a very poor role model for these kids. Do you know that? See, but that's also the thing. Fourth grade reading level. And we're suck navel. Fifth, fifth grade <laughs> See, but this is also the thing where it's like what Rufio is doing. Yes, it's all written on the page by Spielberg. But it's the performance that sells it. They are masters of Substitute chemistry teacher. Maggots actually aren't that bad. If you've had them like properly fried, like eating bugs is not nearly as bad as people think it is. Prison barber. Mother lover. Nearsighted gynecologist. In your face, camel cake. In your rear, cow derriere. Lion crying, spine crying, ultra pig. That is one of my favorite insults in all of film. Angry Peter. Nearsighted gynecologist. It's pretty good. Is one of my favorite insults in all of film. Well, that's such a chemistry teacher. Because, well, no, 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 it's... It's... What's a paramecium brain? I'll tell you what a paramecium is. That's a paramecium. It's a one-cell critter with no brain that can't fly. Don't mess with me, man. I'm a lawyer. You're doing it, Peter. You're doing it. Yeah, movie poster sign is, I think it's like, it's worth like a few hundred dollars. Yeah, I've got a handful of... Uh... I was looking to buy one. By the way, you do realize you are going to need to actually edit this before you release it, right? Why? Because you just did four minutes of silence, more or less. What do you mean? You just did essentially four minutes of silence. Yeah, but Peter Pan was on. No, Hook was on. Right. But the audience can't see that. Yeah, but we segued into Hook being being Peter Pan. That was Hook. This is not what we're talking about. What are we talking about? We're talking about 
how do I grow my viewership? We weren't talking about that. We were talking about copyright. Which I just violated. No, you didn't because we were talking over it. That's actually the very interesting thing about copyright. Oh, yeah? As we were talking over it and making our own commentary, that is actually allowed. So I'm not going to get sued? Uh, that, that doesn't mean that you're not going to get sued. Well, I'm not going to get sued by Robin Williams. It means that you won't... Do, well, yes, you're not going to get sued by Robin Williams. It's 2020. He's been dead, I think. Miss that years. man? See, I don't... What the fuck? Dude, I don't... You don't miss Robin Williams? No. Why? Because I love stand-up. And I did not find his stand-up funny. Dude, he did stand-up like 50 years ago. No, 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 no. When you're a stand-up, you're a stand-up. Like, you still do the comedy. Yeah, but as, his a, comedy, as an actor, he was fucking gifted. His comedy did not resonate with me. His stand-up did not resonate with me. What about his acting? His acting? Yes. I absolutely agree. His acting is on par with people like Cary Grant or Gregory Peck. And it's very, very, very good. But at the same time, like, there will be others. Will there be others like him? Could another person play Sean in Good Will Hunting? And we've already talked about Good Will Hunting. No, they couldn't. I think that some could. No. Who? Okay. Google Hunting, what was that? 97, 98? I think it might have been earlier than that. 95, something like that. No, 97, 98. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, thank God that it didn't go to Robert Redford. I hate Robert Redford. Fuck that. Um, He's great, but he would not be no, a good not. Sean. He's uh, but he wouldn't be a good Tron from Southie. Yeah, exactly. So, dude, you saying that there, there would be a better Sean is like saying that there would be a better Matt Damon or Ben Affleck. Like there would be a better Will Hunting. There always will be, and I I think that's a trap that a lot of people fall into, and I fell into it for a very very long time. Like I I am very against remakes. I am very against reboots. That's all there is. That's all we're doing now. I'm not advocating that. But, watch the 2013 Evil Dead. Evil Dead is hands down my favorite horror franchise of all time. It's, that's a goofy fuck franchise. It is until 2013. I couldn't get into the Evil Dead. I watched it with my dad for the first time last year. Did you watch Evil Dead? Did you watch Evil Dead 2? Or did you watch Army of Darkness? I watched, like, the Evil Dead, like, the first one. That's the wrong one to watch. I mean, with that plotline, aren't they all the same? No, 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 no. Because the tone of them is Yeah, that's right. So we just went from different. classical to Nirvana. Suck a dick. If you want. Yeah, I don't think Nirvana is classical, but at the same time, it is classical. I said we just went from classical to Nirvana. We mashed it up like potatoes. You know who loves potatoes? Steve? You're damn right I love potatoes. <laughs> Why do you love potatoes, Steve? Because they're fucking delicious. Because they are. No, you <laughs> racist. As <laughs> that made me racist. I was actually over at Jeff's <laughs> the other day, and they had... Oh my god, the potato salad, they had they had a very different style of potato salad. It's the one where you take the rusted potatoes, the red rusted potatoes, yeah. and you cut them Not in quarters. And then you do the uh, the chives, the butter, the mustard, and all that. But you still have, like, the huge chunk of potato. Yeah. I love that chunk of potato, but at the same time, right now, I would love nothing more and. I would do in the sense of like god I'm rambling but anyway you're just talking about potatoes yeah because potatoes potatoes are fucking awesome but when you have (laughs) Amish potato salad in a bucket with a spoon Amish potato salad Mm. oh 
I've, what about the combination? I've seen people combine the two. Potato and egg. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm a big proponent. Thing? I am a big proponent potato of putting hard-boiled eggs in a potato salad. Big proponent. I don't think I've ever had it. Heard of it, never tried such a thing. All right, well, let's call an Uber. Let's go to a grocery store. No, we got no. Fuck that. I will buy a fuck ton of potato salad. I don't give a shit. Just have it delivered. Yeah. Keep go grocery shopping and then drop off the groceries at your house. The fuck? What type of bourgeoisie lazy bullshit is that? It's called 2020 modern day grocery shopping. I think it's fantastic. No, I think it's great too, but at the same time, like... They make good money too. Because I, I use it all the time. <laughs> yes, you are single-handedly <laughs> keeping the, uh, the industry alive. I am. I'm a patriot. You know who's not a patriot? Donald Trump. <laughs> yep, I said it. Oh, my name is attached to this. <laughs> not your whole name. Which, by the way, do not mistake me. I do not support Donald Trump. Fuck that in guy. In any way. Sh- yes, I agree. Let's get controversial. Let's get juicy. No, let's not. Let's yeah. not talk politics. Yeah. Let's get juicy. No, let's not talk politics. We got less than uh, two months to get juicy because this shit's going not- down in November. This is not the forum to discuss politics. Sure it is. No, you know it's not. Because you know what politics is? A bunch of cabbage. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> uh, think about it. It's a metaphor. No! No! <laughs> cabbage is not a metaphor. It's a metaphor. A metaphor for what? You know what? Let's like, entertain this. Let's entertain this thought process. It's like foobar. Same thing. Fubar. Bet you there's... That's not a good thing! <laughs> Fubar is not a good thing! Neither is cabbage sometimes. No, cabbage is always good. No, you walk into a room and you look around and instead of saying Fubar, you're like, oh shit, cabbage, it's not a good situation. <laughs> you would only say that in a restaurant like, that has run out of tortillas... And then all of a sudden, how are we going to wrap this food? Oh, cabbage. Not cabbage. You know why? You know what? Because cabbage, cabbage sucks. <laughs> this man is now offended. <laughs> Compared to iceberg lettuce? And this is how the <laughs> podcast ends. Compared to iceberg lettuce? Cabbage sucks. In what capacity, though? As a vegetable. I don't care as a vegetable. I fucking hate carrots in a salad, but I love carrots in the cake. Cabbage. Jason, <laughs> you're wrong. Cabbage sucks dick. Cabbage. Fuck you, you bitch. Cabbage sucks dick. Genuinely. <laughs> actually, genuinely. It's actually not that bad. I like it. It's Dude, good. It's coleslaw. incredible. It's good in coleslaw. But as a metaphor, if you walk in, I want to look at Trump and be like, oh, that's, oh, a, that's a big head of orange Speaking cabbage. Of did you want to do fried chicken? What? For dinner? Or, sorry, I didn't mean to invite myself. When are we having fried chicken? Hmm? Who's... Well, how are we getting fried chicken? I can go and drive and get fried chicken. You should probably pause that. We just order fried chicken and have it delivered. You should probably pause that. I don't know if I can pause it. Can I pause it? I don't know if I can pause it. Well, let's find out. <laughs> uh, 
fried chicken. Yeah, we're approaching 50 minutes anyway. Let's just finish it, and then we'll get some fucking fried chicken. Yeah. I haven't had fried chicken in a while. Fried chicken's delicious. We can do another episode tonight if you want. After the, after the fried chicken? After whatever food we go and get. Sounds like a plan. Alright, so I, I think I genuinely have an understanding of where this is naturally going to go. What, the podcast? Yes. Take a shot at it. No, because... No, no. I'll, I will write it down and put it in an envelope and mail it to myself. Because that's how you make a copyright. Why don't you just take that's it with you? That's a poor man's copyright, but... Why don't you just email it to you? Email it to yourself. Doesn't count. You need tangible, physical things. You need technically. Technically, the category in which this podcast is in is comedy interviews. I'm a boring man to interview them. There wasn't a whole lot of genres I could choose from in the comedy category. There was like six. Clearly, I would say this one agrees with about sixty-five percent of comedy interviews. Well, that's all you got to do. What the fuck? Have you ever heard something? But I do love cheese. Um, anyway. I'm going to put this question out there. Has anybody heard of Big Cheese by Nirvana? Because this is the first time I've ever heard this fucking song ever. Apparently it's off their album Bleach. Leave your thoughts in the comments and we will talk about them. I don't know if there's comments. Do we have comments? We'll find a way. This is good. I get with the song. Mm-mm-mm. Genuinely though, are you hungry? I can eat. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we shall conclude part one of tonight's episode called Potatoes. Jesus. <laughs> you think Jesus had potatoes? I'm sure he did. What's up? You think they had potatoes where Jesus grew up? No. What do they have? Potatoes are actually a Spanish invention. Didn't he? Didn't Jesus grow up in like Iraq? Yes. So why was he white? And we're gonna end it on that note. What? Oh, you're still <laughs> fucking recording? You 